Welcome to Sober Thoughts. I'm Claire. And I'm Jade. And this is the podcast where we will unpack the craziness that is life. And for today's Sober Thought, we're going to be talking about the craziness that is Halloween. Yep, so y'all know Halloween is right around the corner. Spooky season is here. Yes, ma'am. And everyone celebrates Halloween, like, literally everyone. But, like, I don't feel like anyone ever questioned, like, where, like, the origin, like, where it originated from. Right. I don't think anyone could actually know it, like, could down tell to the, the story. Tea, except for, like, a historian or whatever. Right. But, um, so I'm here to deliver that knowledge to you. So, um, the Celts, 2,000 years ago, uh, like, long ago, they, um... They had their, like, New Year, the Celtic New Year, was on October 31st into November 1st. Like, that was their New Year. So, because it marked the end of, like, the harvest. So, that's... Okay. And, like, the calendar and all that. I don't know. It was just the end of their New Year. So, um, they they held a festival called Sowin. Um, and that basically honors the elder priestess named Crone. And to them... Keep in mind, they were pagans, so right. they had their own, like, gods, goddesses. So, um, Crone was a part of the triple goddess, which there was the maiden, the mother, and then Crone. And those stood for the three phases of the moon mm-hmm. um, with throughout the new the new, new year. So, um, there was, like, the waking moon, the full moon, and the waning moon. And those three, like, came together to do the triple goddess. Um, so, basically... Uh, during October 31st was when the veil was thin between the human world and the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. So ghosts could walk the earth, like, that night. And, um, and like, the Celts used to, like, light bonfires and hold a feast. And they were, like, afraid of all the evil spirits. Like, yes, they, yeah. they celebrated crone as well as the good spirits and like them being able to speak to them and all that see them again but they were scared of the evil spirits so they would have the feast and they would make extra food and kind of give it to the evil spirits set it aside for the evil spirits uh, almost like a peace offer like don't yeah. don't kill me or anything then they like leave it outside like on the porch. I mean, it was a heart, like it was a festival, so they would kind of just oh, okay. leave okay. it. But that comes in, that comes into play later. But um, so they would leave it out for the, and then also they would wear like masks and dress up to hide from the evil spirits, mm-hmm. so they couldn't find them. Um, so the Celtic culture brought all of this to Europe. Um, when they like migration and everything. And everyone knows the Catholics were in Europe. And they are very, like, obviously religious. So they frowned upon all these pagan rituals that they would perform. So kind of to, I guess, overshadow um, what would be, like, the Harvest Festival of Sowin, um, they made their own, like, own holiday. The church made their own holiday in probably right. the 7th century. Um, so the Vatican made... Um, All Saints Day on November 1st. And All Saints Day honored, like, martyrs and, like, the faithful deceased of the church and stuff. Um, but All Saints Day, like, back then, like, the wording they would use was called Hollow Mass. Like, Hollow Mass. Like, Christmas. Okay. And then, um, but Hollow means, like, holy or saintly. So, that's, like, All Saints Day. And then Mass means, like, a mass group. Like, a mass amount. So, 
that I guess that means like All Saints Day. So it makes sense in the wording. But um so that would make October 31st All Hallows Eve. So All Saints like Day Eve. Mm-hmm. So that's where Halloween came from. So All Hallows Eve, Halloween. So it kind of just totally just like shed light over the whole Celtic thing. So people kind of forgot about the whole like evil spirits and stuff and they just focused on oh like tomorrow is all saints day right and um so how it was brought to america was by the irish um in the 19th century so i mean everyone knows like the irish came over here because of the uh, potato famine in 1840 and with them they brought like a bunch of customs and one of the customs was on this on this holiday was to play tricks on neighbors right um and like they wore masks to like you know not get caught um and they became very violent like with the with tricks they were playing mm-hmm. and so um i mean like everyone was just scared and stuff so they gave treats to the kids as incentives to like leave them alone. Mm-hmm. So if the kids would come, they if they like, I mean, honestly, it's a bribe. Like, you yeah, pay you off with a treat. Don't hurt me or anything. Um, well, I feel like there's a lot of stuff about Halloween that people just don't really understand. I completely. mean, I didn't know any of that stuff right. that I talked about. So, Claire. If I were to ask you, what are the key, like what are the key elements of Halloween? Like what encompasses Halloween? When I say Halloween, what do you think of? Dressing up. Oh, dressing up. Um, so, witches. Witches. Okay, so dressing up. So you can go trick or treating. Right? Yes, trick or treating. Like all okay, the supernatural stuff. What's like the symbol of Halloween? A cat. No, a pumpkin. Pumpkin. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, well, I mean, like I feel like there's multiple symbols. But like the one, yes, the it's a, one yes, a pumpkin. is a pumpkin. Okay. A pumpkin. So, here's some myths about Halloween. Okay, so like you just said, the pumpkin is like the symbol of Halloween. It's mm-hmm. like you can't have Halloween without a pumpkin, right? Absolutely not. Oh, but you can. Let me tell you, Claire. Let me tell you. Okay, so in Ireland and Scotland, which we just established that that is where Halloween originated. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that created Halloween. Mm-hmm. In Europe and all So that they right have there. to say so. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's their holiday. Okay, so in Ireland and Scotland, jack-o'-lanterns are made with turnips. And not pumpkins. They're, turnips are hollowed out. They're carved and, like... With faces and everything, and they're carried as lanterns. They're set in spooky places, like graveyards or whatever, just, like, out on the porch, whatever. European settlers are the ones that first discovered the pumpkin in the Mm -hmm. New World. And they are the ones, they figured out that it was already hollow, mostly. Yeah. And so it's easier to carve. So Americans being lazy, having that (laughs) natural, just lazy nature Mm -hmm. the americans were like oh well we're just gonna go with the pumpkin because it's easier yeah okay but looking back on the whole origin of jack-o'-lanterns and the story behind it turnips are actually more accurate why because okay so the symbolism behind a jack-o'-lantern dates back to a european folktale so there was this blacksmith his name was jack 
Okay. And he mocked St. Peter and tried to trick the devil. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he was denied entry to both heaven and hell. So he was, like, stuck in oh. this in-between. Yeah. And so he scooped up coal from the embers of hell in mm-hmm. a turnip and used it to light his path as he wandered endlessly between these two worlds. Oh, okay. So the jack-o'-lantern is, like, a symbol of a deceiving creature, and it's, like, like dangerous but fascinating. Mm-hmm. So really, in that story, he used a turnip, which is why... In Ireland and Scotland, they use the turnip because that's, oh, okay. that's, that's, where, where, that's what it is. Like, it came from that story. Yeah. So you can't have Halloween without the pumpkin, and honestly, you should because that's what Halloween is. That's what Halloween was meant to be. But literally, I, like, if you, t- if you took a pumpkin out of Halloween... Like, yeah, now at this point, we, like, it's not a thing. Like, you can't yeah. do that. Like, that's so weird. Am I the only one that, like... I feel like the pumpkin is, I mean, I guess because I watched Halloween Town. The and big pumpkin. So, like, I, like, uh, pumpkin, it you know? It is Halloween. <laughs> like, the pumpkin is Halloween. I can't see it any but other you, way. You couldn't see it any other way, but really, it should have never been the pumpkin. should be a turnip. It should be a turnip, which is, that's just insane. But, okay, so another key, key element we said of Halloween, trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so everyone has this thing that is, like, a central feature of Halloween. It's been around for the longest time. Like, mm-hmm. trick-or-treating is Halloween. Like, that, for kids, it's trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you just explained, like, during the Celtic period, like, food and drink were, like, left out to soothe those wandering souls. Like yes. The ghosts, the fairies, the witches, the demons, whatever. So, as centuries past, people began dressing like those creatures. Mm-hmm. And performing antics in exchange for the food and the drink. Oh, okay. Okay, but that's not where trick-or-treating comes from. According to folklorist Tad Tulaja, I think is how you say his (laughs) name, but don't quote me. um, He says trick-or-treating doesn't descend directly from those traditions. Yeah. It's a product of the effort made by the government and the local business. Like you said, to stray away from the the pranks mm-hmm. and all the whatever um it wasn't even in cre- created and established until the 1930s and 40s that's when that's when the kid or like the um they said it got popular like when i was researching it said that like those irish boys or whatever they started it but like it didn't get popular and they didn't start like establishing it as like okay yeah we do this every year until until that then. yeah but it wasn't established with halloween so really it wasn't supposed to be an element of halloween it's just a byproduct Mm -hmm. of like that society created really because it was just to promote an alternative to the pranking and like the rowdier aspects of halloween um because obviously like the businesses and stuff didn't want um like these teenagers coming and like messing stuff up yeah but they were yeah okay but to go off of that um to trick-or-treating candy all right so and i know you've heard Every single year, Karen is posting on Facebook, talking about some... <laughs> <laughs> the PTA mom. Yeah. Talking about, like, make sure you're checking your children's candy this Halloween. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. So, that whole thing about poison candy, like, mm-hmm. tampered with candy, whatever. That is such a myth. That is such a myth. Okay? It happens, though. Does it? Yeah, people post pictures of the tampered candy. Do they? Okay. So... There's all like these all these stuff about coming out like there's razor blades in the candy and poison or like people give handing out edibles and mm-hmm. stuff. 
And so the, Girl, they would not waste. They, they would not I waste, you, they waste their edible on you. And I <laughs> promise they wouldn't. Um, okay, so a study found about through these like allegations through the me- like media posting like make sure you're checking your children's candy whatever there was a study found at least a quarter of parents like fear that their children will be harmed on Halloween due to like trigger treating and getting tampered with candy mm-hmm. so there ha- there is little to no evidence that this has ever happened there's little to no evidence to prove that this has ever actually happened so why would they say that then girl we don't know there are like why do you, there is a lot of stuff though where we're like why would someone say that yeah it's, yeah okay so but this guy his name is Joel Best he is a like criminal justice and like sociology professor at, in Delaware and he examined going back to at least 1958 I think um and yeah, remember trick or treating didn't even start until the 30s and 40s yeah so it's not like he pretty much like went all the way back yeah and so he was like looking at all the reports and so he says he is unable to find a substantiated report of a child being killed or seriously injured by a contaminated treat during trick-or-treat that they obtained during Mm trick-or-treating so reports have they have turned up um like they've been made accusations have been made like those pictures have been posted but everything turned out to be a hoax mm-hmm. or it turned out to be, like, have another explanation. Mm-hmm. So, like, these parents just out here worrying, creating, like, chaos for no reason because it's not even happening. No. So, y'all heard that. You take your kids trick-or-treating. Take no- them. Don't deprive them of the joy, okay? <laughs> there is no danger. Okay. And then I feel like one of the biggest things, I know y'all's grandma told y'all that Halloween is satanic. Yes. I know y'all heard that before. Every year. Every year. Everybody's talking about, oh, like, Halloween is, like, for devil worshippers, all this Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, that's why churches don't have Halloween things. They have fall festivals. Yeah. Like, okay. That is so untrue. Like, Halloween is not satanic. The whole, okay. So, it's all, everyone just associates Halloween with, like, demonic spirits and violence and monsters, goblins, Mm -hmm. whatever. Okay. So, the devil wasn't a part of the Samhain festival. Yeah. Which is, like, the origin of, like, yeah. where Halloween came from. It wasn't a part of the Samhain festival at all. Um, and one of the, like, people think, like, one of the reasons that people think Halloween is satanic is because they associate it with sacrifice. Yeah. Okay, so, these people, they, back in the old days, when Halloween first originated, um... They did make sacrifices to honor the dead, but they were almost always burned crops mm-hmm. rather than animals. So rarely was it ever even bloodshed. Yeah, because it was all like it was the end of this harvest season. Right, so, so they were they just burning burn the crops. Yeah. Okay. There was never human sacrifice. Ever. Ever. It was. It wasn't anything about human sacrifice. So I don't even know where that came, where that idea. Comes Honestly, from. I think it's like the evil spirit part. But like you also have to think, like the Catholics. More the Catholics made like um All Hallows Eve and like saint it's saintly it's like right. good spirits and of course there's evil spirits come with that but like you can't discredit the good spirits that come with that I know okay so like the church is the one that branded practicers of rival religions mm-hmm. as devil worshippers yeah so they just like gave them that name they were like oh like you don't you don't think the same way we do devil worshipper mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. okay and some of y'all be like that nowadays <laughs> I feel like. 
But, um, so these supernatural beings were, like, honored by the Celts became associated with evil. Like you just said, like, those, even, like, those good spirits. Yes. They automatically became associated with evil because these people were being called devil worshippers. Mm-hmm. So, like, why wouldn't they? You yeah. know, like, that just goes hand in hand. But, and so then that caused the Celtic underworld to become associated with hell. Yep. And so that's why people think that Halloween is associated with the devil and, like, satanic and you're a devil worshipper if you celebrate Halloween. Mm-hmm. But really, there's no... There's no tangible There's no correlation there. Yeah. So I want to take it back for a minute. So y'all know when I was talking about the Celts and like their little harvest thing and right. how they were um, honoring Crone, which was the elder priestess. Um, Crone actually can, it also means hag, which means wise or holy wisdom. So elder priestess, mm-hmm. holy wisdom. Um, but you also, Jay, what's a hag? What, in Halloween language, what is a hag? A witch? Exactly. Okay, yeah, so witches. That's, that means, or that's... That's what a hag is. Yeah, that's what, correlation to a hag. Um, so, I just want, I, I've never, I always, like, correlate Halloween with, like, witch, the supernatural, witches, werewolves, vampires. But, like, I can't tell you, I know, like, I know them, like, I can't tell you the origin. Right. I've just always known them, you know? So, um, most, there's a bunch of different lore from different, like, cultures that, Mm -hmm. but, like, the main one that everyone sticks to is, um, so, like, 4,000 years ago, so, if the Celts happened 2,000 years ago, this is 2,000 years before the Celts. Right. So, it's pretty close. I mean, not close, close, but, like, they're, they're, I mean, closer to, it's closer to them than us. Wow. It's closer to the Celts than us. But just to give you a time time frame right. in your head so four thousand years ago in mesopotamia and everyone knows that's mm. like the first we established yes um these people wrote the giglamesh epic um and they were mainly to like entertain the king and mm-hmm. like his people and they were just like tales and like folklore and stuff oh wait i remember hearing about this mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so basically there was this go- there was this like goddess named lilith and she was like a she-demon if some might say. Okay. Um, but some she, might say that about me. <laughs> <laughs> but she would shapeshift between dawn and at dusk. So, um, but she could make men her slave or mm. impertinent by magic. Queen. Go off, Lilith. But, um, actually she's bad. We don't like her. Oh, we don't like her. We don't like no. her. No, no, no. She's bad. Um, so, but she would do this by magic. So, and, like, the owl was her symbol, which is also a symbol of Halloween. Like, mm-hmm. the owl, the creepiness right. and stuff. Um, so, Lilith, I feel like she brought witches. Like, that's what, that's what like, I correlate everything with. Mm-hmm. Because she used magic to do all this. Right. So, and then I think she started, like, to create witches. Um, so, all of these women that she would, you know, make into witches or right. whatever. Um, they kept, like, bugs and animals and mice for, like, for, or it was for demons to possess those creatures. Mm. And they would use those creatures to, um, to, like, do magic and stuff. Um, but they would also, everyone knows this. I mean, it's the main plot line to Hocus Pocus. So everyone oh, knows this. But, like, their main thing was, like, to have child sacrifice yeah. so they could become younger. Yeah. And, um, and, like, also spells they would use to, like, read into the future, um, like, communicate with the devil, like, all those things. Right. So, um, and then, so that's witches. 
And then vampires, they, the druids actually worshipped this um, Lord Soren. Um, he was like the Lord of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, y'all heard that? Soren? Yes, exactly. Soren, S- Darkness. Exactly. Oh. Goes back to, because I think it goes back to like, talking about the Celts, we're referring to the Celts when they, their, their festival was called Soen. Um, and I think it meant like, since it's the new year, it's like darkness and then it's going into the light of the new year, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like that's the correlation between the Lord's horn and the darkness and stuff. Um, but there, so the Druids worship them and him, and then he like to pay homage to him, they would human sacrifice they would like sacrifice humans and they would drink the blood as like a cheers Mm. like they would pour it and cheers it and then drink it and that's where vampires came from because originally i mean like you've heard like everyone always said that christians were vampires because like we drink oh yeah because okay so there because there was like witch hunts and stuff yes but then there's like and so people like accused these certain certain type of people to be witches and then they like vampires it was always they accused the christians yeah because like we drink the blood of christ but like i mean it's it's grape juice it's not right right, right. of christ but um anyway so i mean vampire in this sense is just drinking blood Mm -hmm. um i don't think it's the whole fang thing and everything yeah that it's it's not tbd yeah yeah it's it's definitely not edward cullen's um okay and going back to when jade was like talking about the whole lantern thing um like she she just she addressed the lantern aspect of it but like no no one has a reason as to why there's faces on them right like why faces so back in the old old days um they used to like men would swing lanterns like at a harbor to guide ships in um but it was also used as like a to guide lost souls into like to find come home and stuff mm-hmm. um but they would like carve scary faces into them so they could like um scare away evil spirits so the evil spirits wouldn't come so that's where like jack-o'-lanterns come from and back to like the druids and like them using like sacri- human sacrifices to pay homage and stuff um they would like go from home to home and they would like ask the husband or the man of the house, the head of the house, like, uh, I give me somebody to sacrifice, basically. And if the husband or father or whatever said no, then they would spell or, like, trick the door by, like, putting... If they would trick it, they would put, like, a hexagram on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that attracted evil spirits, and then the evil spirits would possess the family. And, mm-hmm. um, and if the husband said yes... Then they would put the lantern on the doorstep to draw away evil spirits. Because right. it would have the evil face, so they would draw away evil spirits. So that correlates with, like, the human sacrifice and, like, jack-o'-lanterns. Mm-hmm. Um, and werewolves are just... They're very simple, honestly. There's no, like, big explanation to them. Okay. Because, like, in the Gigglemesh epic, they... Well, um, that's kind of weird. I feel like werewolves are the most weird to me. Yeah, but, like... Th- they're weird, but it's the most senseless, like, it's the most senseless ex- or explanation of why okay. they came about. Um, because, so, everyone knows, like, the epic is named after Gigglemush, which was a king mm-hmm. in Mesopotamia. Um, and 
so Gilgamesh was a descendant of Lilu, which was a demon. It was a male. It was a father, a male mm-hmm. demon. And then that demon came from Lilith. Okay. Because Lilith is like the mother of darkness. Right. Like she, vampires, demons, everything. Everything. Her. Yep. That's why we don't like her. Um, and like, so. She's like the original witch. She's the original. She's the original everything. She's the original. Every, she's a demon, every, witch, yep, everything. And so he came from her. So Lilith. Then Lilu, and then had Gigglemesh. Okay. And so Gigglemesh was set to marry this, um, this like goddess, uh, Ishtar. Like I don't, I don't know how you would pronounce that in Mesopotamia, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> but um, she was like a goddess, and she was known to turn men into wolves if like she didn't like them. Mm. So it was Ishtar who turned men into wolves, um, but. I mean, that's just senseless. Like, if she didn't like them, she would just turn them into wolves. Right. So, I'm assuming she's a witch. Because I don't know how you would turn a... Yeah, you can't just do that. Like, I can't just do that. As much as I might want to sometimes, like, I can't. (laughs) Exactly. So, we know vampires drink blood. Yep. And witches just magic. Magic. And then, um, werewolves are just... Because this random girl just... Hated them. So she just cursed them. And wanted to be a wolf. Alright, so Claire's talking about, like, key figures that Mm -hmm. we associate with Halloween. Yeah. Okay, so, like, something I always associate with Halloween is, like, superstitions. And, like, I've always found them really interesting. Mm Because, like, some of them just don't even be making any sense. If we're being honest. Okay, so I want to start with, like, a light-hearted one. Okay, so you know apple bobbing? Yes. Where you just fill up the big old bucket, put water in, bob for apples, right? Yes. I would never got one. <laughs> oh, Claire, I have bad news. What? Okay. So, apple bobbing, the superstition behind that is that the first person to get an apple from the bucket is going to be the first one to get married. Oh. So, you never got one. I never got one. <laughs> I'm not getting married. Sorry about that. The, I read that the Irish actually brought that over, too. Like, they brought it over with, as well as, like, the whole That was just, like, one of their traditions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, sorry, you're not getting married, Claire. <laughs> okay. Fa- found fine. that out today. Um, Yay. Okay, so, the next one is bats. I feel like bats is, like, a key thing. Oh, for Halloween, sure. Like, for sure. For sure. Okay, so, if the bats, the superstition is that if they come into the house, then, that like, it's going to be haunted, and, like, it could be, because, like, the bats are going to let the ghosts in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the other superstition is that if they if bats fly around your house three times, oh you're dead. That someone in the house is gonna die soon. Yeah, yeah. So y'all better be watching out what no, these bats are doing. No, because I remember because at my old house we had like we had a pool outside. Oh yeah. And bats are attracted to water, mm-hmm. and so they would swoop like we would be in the pool, especially at night, like oh, night yeah. swimming and stuff. And we would be swimming, and they would swoop down to like the water and yep. stuff. And we would be so scared, but they would they would like circle, circle around to like so we they could do it. Yeah. And I swear, because I remember one time my one of my brothers said that to me, and I was like, "Don't say that. Like you're in the pool too, so you're gonna die too." Right. And I just I that still stuck with me, and I'm so scared. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like some some sometimes you just don't need to speak things into existence. You don't. It's like you don't. You, you, you really just don't. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> Um, okay, so the next one, this is a big deal to me because I'm absolutely terrified, but spiders, I hate spiders, like, more than anything Mm -hmm. in the world. Okay, but spiders spotted on Halloween, it's actually kind of a good sign. It means that a dead loved one is watching over you. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but, but you want to not watch me? <laughs> watch me, watch me a, a different day. <laughs> <laughs> Can you watch me from afar? Yeah. And not touch me? Yeah, and not on, like, not on my porch or something. Or on my... Or, or in my bedroom. On my roof. Somewhere. Oh, no. Like... Go go watch my cousin real quick. Or yeah, something. yeah, just something because <laughs> I'm sorry, but all right. So the next one, and I feel like one of the biggest ones, black cats. Girl, right? I okay. those creep me. Out. My mom, what? my mom has like befriended this neighborhood cat, and it's like straight black. Yeah, and like it's, she she befriended it like a week before, like or not. I mean, Halloween is two weeks away, but like. She, around this time, everyone knows it's Halloween, and she just befriended it, like, last week. Mm. So, I don't know what that means, but I'm hoping you tell me it's good. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Next. Okay. Uh, well, black cats. Um, they originated, like, this whole thing originated with, like, the Dark Ages. Mm-hmm. And, like, when witch hunts were happening mm-hmm. and everything. So, it's associated with witches. Because the women that used to be accused of being a witch, they were always old ladies, and they always had black cats as pets. Well, I mean, that kind of that kind of correlates, or at least when I was doing my research about the witches and when right. when they would take animals and, like, bugs yep. and stuff for possession. Yeah. I always thought, like, oh, like, cats, yeah. you know? Okay, so, since these old women always had, like, these black cats and everything, it, beca- it became associated with being, like, the witch's companion. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a word for it. It's called the familiars. <gasps> Yes. yes. So yes. Like, it started becoming like they're known as the familiars, which is like a demonic animal given to the witch mm-hmm. by the devil. Yes. Okay. So and then wow, another thing is clicking. I know. <laughs> and then another superstition about the black cat is that one at one point Satan turned himself into a black cat. Oh. When he was socializing with witches, so that's why like when people see black cats, they like it's like freaking them out because mm-hmm. like the devil could be in there. What's, isn't there, like, a superstition, like, if a black cat crosses the road? I got you. Okay. <laughs> okay, um, so, but this is, like, the good aspect. In, like, Ireland, Scotland, and England and everything, it's actually considered good luck when a cat crosses your path. hmm So, I feel like, kind of, like, just America is the one with, like, the bad stigmatism yeah. about black cats, because everywhere else, it's considered a good luck if you see them. hmm But we are, like, no. Yeah, no. Like, you don't want your mom to be friends with that cat. No. Exactly. <laughs> Well, maybe I like it now. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> I like him now. Okay, I'm done. So I feel like you can kind of see how everything ties together. Right. Like Halloween, I mean, it just goes back to all these pagan things, but it also goes back to like the Catholic Church and then also the Irish coming to America. Right. And like Halloween actually is just a government made holiday, right? You said. Oh. You said that, right? I mean. You said that businesses and, like, the government made it to be what it is today. That's true. Yeah. I said that kind of, but, like, wow. I said that. Go go off, Jay. Go off, self. I know. But, like we said, like, everything we talked about is all, it all, like, clicks together. Like, we see everything mm-hmm. has a root. And it all stemming from the same place. The same Celts. The Celts. <laughs> the Celts. And for today's riddle, it's which part of the road do ghosts love to travel the most? And if you want to know the answer, make sure you follow us at SoWithThoughts.Podcast, where we will post the answer within 24 hours on our Instagram story. And if you're watching this at a later date, then we'll post it on our highlights page. And that's it for today's Sober Thought. So we will most definitely see you next time with a new Sober Thought. We're going to hit you with it. New craziness. That's right. And a new thought process. Don't you doubt it. 
And if you enjoyed this, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Don't do it. You do not want to. So we will see you next time, Sobros. Bye.